0: Hello everyone. This is uh, Brother Kapow, Plevin. Kapow Radio Show, Freedom Friday, whatever you want to call it. Today is Wednesday, December 9th, and I want to speak candidly about something. Not too long, very briefly. I want to talk about peace, and I want to talk about our peace as Christians that we have and where it relies on. And I know it seems obvious, that answer, but maybe for some it's not. There's a lot of discomfort right now. There's a lot of people not in peace. There are a lot of people in turmoil and in fear over various things, and for good reason too. But if you're in Jesus, if you're in Christ, we have peace because we are not appointed to wrath, to Father's wrath, to God's wrath. Without Christ, we certainly are because he's a just God, he's a righteous God. But there's also the God of of wrath. And because he's a just God, sin must be punished. Rebellion must be punished and put down. The way out of that punishment, the way out of that overthrow has been provided by the very one, the very God, the very Father who is going to do the overthrow at the end of the day, when our spirits leave our bodies. Now he's done this and he's provided this through Jesus, our Messiah. That's our savior. It's a belief. You believe that God sent his son Messiah to save us, to to reconcile us to father. And you say, I want that. I'm yours. This is my life is my is is my sacrifice to you let his spirit indwell you and begin to change you towards those those goals you will not be part of god's wrath and you will have peace you'll have peace right here on this earth under this dome under this cosmos where satan flies around and he is the power He's the principality, he's the little G-god of the of of the principalities and the powers of the air of the second heaven. Not not that first heaven you see the birds and the clouds, but but that second heaven. Okay? But our father, he's well beyond that dome. He's well beyond it. We can't even fathom how deep that is. So this is is it's important to him, but it's 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 minuscule and compared to the glory and to the magnificent Almighty Father. Now, He created us and He loves us. And because of that, He gave us a way out. So, let me tell you this story very quickly. Today's Wednesday, it's December 9th, 2020. My mother is 89 years old. She's about 10 hours away from me in California. I'm here. In Nevada, but I'm, I'm near the Utah border. And she is dying. She's in hospice and she has been in a hospice situation probably for the last three months. She is currently being cared for by my sisters. She lives with one of my sisters, and the other sister has been staying there and assisting. And throughout this process, uh, Ms. Kapow and I have watched uh, my mother descend deeper and deeper uh, to the realm of death, of, of leaving uh, this, this world. This isn't our first experience in death with hospice. I first experienced it in 2001 with my father, very close. Even though I saw a lot of death before that as a police officer, never did I experience hospice and in, in, in the closeness of somebody you love dying. And then within three months, uh, Linda's father died. And then about three years later, her mother died. Then, if, then years later, then her, her uncle died. But we brought him to our house when we lived in California. And he, uh, he died there with us because uh, we weren't going to let him die alone. And so these experiences... Um, bring you to the realm of what's important in life and what's not important. And my mother is dying. She's uh, dying of old age. She's 89 years old, and her body is shutting down. And it probably will be very, very soon. And when I say very, very soon, I'm talking a matter of days, you know, maybe a week or so. Um, And we're all getting prepared for that. Now, I have not been able to really talk to to my mother or be there physically. Um, she's suffered with dementia, so it wasn't like I could really go and have you know the deep, meaningful conversation anyway. and we try to communicate through uh, videos and things like that. and my sisters would set up uh, these times of videos and and back and forth exchanges. but, uh last Friday I had called my uh, one of my sisters i'd called her on the phone and Linda and I were in in the car and we were listening uh to the conversation within the car and um so I was talking to one of my sisters which was was there with my mother and she goes, "Well let me put her on the phone and uh see if if you can talk to her so she did and um I got on the phone, and for the most part, the the conversation on her her end was very unintelligible. Um, you know, she's she's in a, um, a hospital bed, hospice bed, and she's dying, and um, she's shutting down. And so, though she could hear my voice, and they were telling her, "Hey, it's your son, it's Paul." Um, I, all I heard was just just kind of groaning and mumbling. Nothing real clear. And for some reason, um, it's not because I'm super smart or intelligent or super spiritual or anything. I you know, just some reason, and I believe the Lord gave this to us, I asked her if she had peace, uh, she's dying. Uh, she's been with the Lord uh, when I was four years old I started going to church so she got saved uh, my dad and her got saved way back when at least when I was you know four years old is when I first started going to church so you know you would you just assume certain things from people you assume it you know but you know you don't you don't know only god knows only god can judge a, a soul a person and um so i go do you have peace and up to that point like i said her words were unintelligible but i'm telling you folks she she spoke out and it was so clear it was so articulate it was so intel intelligent um, it was unbelievable. And she said, oh, yes. Then there was a pause. And then she said very clearly, because I have Jesus in my heart. I cannot tell you what that meant to me. It, it, it's it's. Incredible, because it brings a peace to me and to my wife and to my two sisters, a peace. Now that, my friend, is a gift from God. That statement was a gift from God. That was his blessing to us saying, I have this and I'm waiting for her. Now a few days after that, my sister who was sleeping uh, near her in the middle of the night, uh, heard her make some noise or something. And when she got up, she heard my mother say, my Lord, my Lord. So she is traveling more into the other dimension right now than she is in this land of the living. She's seen her Lord. She's seen her Messiah. What great peace, what great joy, what a great gift that is for us. So I thought I would share that with you because it's very meaningful. And I need to tell you this. When someone is on their deathbed, that's not the time to lie That's not the time they make things up. That's not the time they say words just to make you feel better. To create stories. Or to be concerned about COVID or a fascination or the news. That's not the time. When, When somebody is dying on their deathbed, They're very transparent. They're very honest. That's why you have a thing called deathbed confessions. Many, many people, many, many people who have been on their deathbed have confessed uh, to crimes. They've confessed to um, unsolved murders and mysteries and confessed to all kinds of things. And there's all kinds of theories why a person does this uh, to relieve their guilt. It might be part of their religion, um, to be accepted into the afterlife, to to release everything as they go. All that is probably true and correct. But when a person is at that stage where they're about their spirit is about to embark out of this body, and you're living the land of the living, you're either gonna go with God in favor or you're going to be judged with disfavor. So at that point, nothing else matters but these these truths. So people don't make up stuff on that. When I asked my mom, do you have peace? She didn't say that, oh, that's going to make Paul feel good. She didn't even know really. I mean... The con- it was not like, like I said, she has dementia. It's not like a conversation. But she says, oh, yes. Then she tells me why. It, it, it wasn't, oh, yes, I have peace because um, your sister's taking care of me. And I'm in a very nice bed. I'm very warm. i very, I got a nice blanket. I'm very comforted. I got my dog with me. You know, it's, that's that's not what gave me peace. What gives me peace is because I have Jesus in my heart. I have a savior and I'm not appointed to wrath. That's what gives me peace, absence of conflict. If we don't have that peace with Christ, we have no real peace. I wanna show three scriptures uh, to you. And the first one I wanna show, because it's um, Christmas time, it's the holiday season. And um, so you have what you typically, have, it's been called the Christmas story, you know, in Luke chapter two, uh, but it's when Jesus, our Messiah, as a, as a human baby, as a, as a human being was, was born. And in chapter 13, it says, and suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, this is to the shepherds. Here's what they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, the word there is land. It's not the world like you think of a big globe and on the land, peace, the Greek word peace is It's quietness, it's rest, it's tranquility. It's an exemption from the rage and havoc of war. It's peace between individuals. It's lack of chaos in conflict. Peace, goodwill, goodwill, right? In the Greek there, goodwill is good pleasure, good desire, good choice, a kindly intent toward men. So what does that mean? A lot of people say, well, hark the herald angels saying, you know, peace on earth, that when Christ came, he just gave peace to earth, the whole earth. Well, that's not true. You don't have peace on earth. If you don't have Messiah, the belief that God sent him as your Savior, you have no peace. What this is saying, the angels are saying, is glorify God, the Father, in the highest, above the dome, above the dome the one that sits at at, at the center, the circumference of the earth, the, the earth and looks down. Glory to the highest of the Almighty and on that earth, on that land, peace because, why? There's good pleasure towards men because he's providing for humans a way to be reconciled Father, Uh, He's providing a way for his creation to be reconciled to him so that we're not part of wrath. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Now later on, let's go to another gospel. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10. And Jesus gets done talking to a lot of his disciples there. And he says in verse 32, Whoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father, which is in heaven. At this point, Jesus is already a man. He's already adult. He's already preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. You have to come to the Father through him. Verse thirty-three. he says, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. And here's the key. Verse 34. Think not that I am come to send peace on the land. I came not to send peace, but a sword. The Greek for sword there means a small sword. It's like a sacrificial sword. It's a sacrifice. Think not that I come to send an absence of chaos on the land. I I, I didn't come to send an absence of chaos or 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 peace. I came, but a sword. And he says, For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter in law against her mother in law, and a man's foes shall be of his own household. How can that be? We just read in Luke peace on earth, goodwill to men. No, 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 no. No. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on the land, because God, through his benevolence has provided a way out. But it's not just general peace. This world will never have peace. You'll never have peace in this world without Messiah. And verse 37, Messiah says, he that loveth his earthly father or earthly mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follows me is not worthy of me either. He that finds his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. You get it? You get it? That's what peace is. There's, There's not peace on this earth. There's only peace on this earth through Messiah. That's why my mother on her deathbed can say, when I asked her, do you have peace? Oh, yes. Why? Messiah lives in me. That's where my peace lies. One more. Let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 16. Let's start with verse um, 32. Behold, the hour comes. Yea, it's now. Hear that ye shall be Scattered every man to his own and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the father is with me. This is right when Christ is about to be crucified. So we started off in Luke when, on his birth. There's peace on earth because God's goodwill is providing that opportunity for you. Then we go to Matthew where he's an adult saying, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. People are going to be divided against me. The only peace is your reconciliation to your Father God, okay? Let's get it straight. We're not promised in a Christian life this weird little rose garden. We're on this probation prison planet, folks. We need to be reconciled to our Creator God. And Christ continues in verse 33 here in John 16. He says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me, you might have peace. In the world, okay, now this world word here, world, is not land. It's cosmos. It's the orderly arrangement of things. It's that which is under the dome. Now, you, you, you may not like what I'm saying at all because I keep saying dome and you're thinking, oh, flat earth but I don't care what you say. The ancients believed in the cosmology of a flattish earth and a dome, a firmament, and God sitting atop it. Now, you can believe science and NASA and whatever you want to believe. That's your prerogative. I can care less, but every biblical scholar worth their salt, anybody who understands the original language or anything about the biblical worldview of the ancients knows that their cosmology was one of a dome and God sitting on top looking at his creation. That's why I say that, because it's it's the way they viewed it. Whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. For me... I tend to believe the word of God. And it makes things simpler when you believe the word of God rather than the science of man and the lies of demonic doctrines. So Jesus says, these things I have spoken to you that in me, in me, there's the criteria, ye might have peace. An absence of tribulation? No. But an absence of of judgment, of wrath from Father God, that in me you might have peace in this cosmos, in the dome where this fallen angel and his other fallen angels and principalities and demonic spirits fly around and circle and occupy the second heavens Read Ephesians 6. Paul talks about the principalities, the little g gods of the air. In this cosmos, ye shall have tribulation. That's the ellipsis. That means pressure, affliction, burden, persecution, trouble. You're going to be in dire straits whether you're a Christian or not. There's trouble down here because of that guy. Because in the garden, we gave up our right to that guy to control everything. (laughs) That's why. So in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to have pressure. You're in a prison planet. But Christ says, but be of good cheer. What? It means be of good comfort. Be of good cheer. Be of good courage. Why? Because I, Messiah, have overcome victorious, Nakayo, victory. I've conquered the cosmos. I've conquered the inside of that dome. And I'm bringing you out. And you're going to be reconciled to Father in a much broader wider, unspeakable, unfathomable place, if you want to call it. Peace, I give unto you. Not of the world. You're going to have tribulation and trouble here. Peace. It's a peace that the world can never give you. Money can't give it to you. Happiness can't give it to you. Nobody can give it to you. So on your deathbed, when you say, Oh yes, I have peace because Christ lives in me. That's because you have peace because Christ lives in you. Let's all remember that, especially in this holiday season, where our peace really comes from, where our trust comes in. When you look around this world, you start getting crazy and nutted up. I can't wake up. I want you to think about who you are positionally in Christ Leave the doctrine of demons behind, leave the nonsense behind, leave the religion behind. Leave that religion behind and study the attributes of God, the Father, and what He has done for you through His Messiah. Theology, not religion, theology. Study of God. Biblical theology, biblical doctrine. Well, with that, I want to say good night. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day. I'm going to leave you with a song that I wrote and recorded, produced and played. I say, God, it's called Give Me Peace. Give Me Peace. There's a video on it on YouTube. If you type in Mesquite Cafe, give me peace. There's a video on it. And it's going to be part of my new upcoming album or CD that I'm going to release in 2021 because I'm not going to release anything in 2020. And I have about nine songs, and I think I'm going to do one more, and I'm going to release it. And um, Mesquite Cafe is a bluesy band. I prefer playing and singing blues. So if you like that vintage kind of sound, uh, with real instruments, real guitar, a real drummer. Listen to it. It's it's it, you know it's not for everybody, but uh, if you like real instrumentation, uh, uh, an older sound, that's a mesquite Cafe, and um, you could look up look us up on Spotify, iTunes, uh, on YouTube. Um, Facebook, Mesquite Cafe Facebook page. You could buy uh, the first two CDs on Amazon, physical CDs, if you still have those. Many people don't. I just bought a CD player the other day because I didn't have one, and people were giving me CDs, and I didn't know how to play them. Um, so I get it. But anyway, it's digitized. So I'm going to leave you with the song, Give Me Peace. Think about what I just said. And be reconciled to Father and if you already reconciled the Father, embrace that and know who you are in Him through Christ. Amen? All right. Telling me. you We really?